Hi, this is Douglas Boyd with the Inspire Podcast, and have you ever wondered how important it is to have knowledge and understanding when it comes to divine healing? Today, we talk about it on the Inspire Podcast. Welcome to the Inspire Podcast. I am your host, Douglas Boyd, and we want to encourage you to keep reaching higher and go further in your walk with Jesus Christ, and above all, to never, ever give up, but to keep moving forward in Jesus Christ. everybody doing you like this music come on shake your money maker get moving shake those hips I'm just kidding are you feeling blessed today ready to get into the Word of God you so much for being with us today this is douglas boyd with the inspire podcast and we hope if this is a blessing to you that you will subscribe to us and take it a step further and invite your friends your family why because this podcast it, this exists to bless you to lift you up to encourage you to edify you to build you up in your relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. We live in evil times. We live in an evil day. And it's time for us to draw closer to Christ. To draw closer to Him. Today we're going to talk about perishing for no reason. We talked about this at our church Sunday. I pastor Crossway Family Church in Bowie, Texas. Go to Facebook and look us up. Crossway Family Church. Please hit like when you do. We also have a page, Inspire, where we put these podcasts. We talk today about perishing for no reason. There are many in the Christian world that are sick, that are going through things, that are depressed, that are suffering from anxiety and different afflictions. And the Bible makes it clear that Hosea chapter 4, verse 6, he says, My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. I believe that the Lord, when it comes to divine healing, to being set free, that, that He wants us to have knowledge, that He wants us to have understanding of what the Bible says. I believe that the good news today is that you don't have to perish, that you don't have to perish, that you don't have to lose out. In your faith walk when I say 
people are perishing for no reason. I don't mean they're going to hell. I, I mean that they are suffering and they don't have to. I believe that God can set you free from every single thing that binds you. I believe that with all of my heart. I believe that is the kind of God that we serve. Let's jump into it today. Why don't we? Let's pray. Lord Jesus, give us revelation. Let your word illuminate our hearts. Give us a rhema word, a living word that will change our hearts today, change our lives. Give us ears to hear and a heart to receive a revelation from your word. Let your word be planted on the good ground of our hearts. Let it be fertile, good soil where your word can grow and flourish. In the mighty and the precious and the powerful name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. I pray for every single person today that you would receive this. Now, let me say I am a believer in studying the Bible. I believe that the Bible is true. And I believe that studying this book means more than anything. It, it needs to come before everything. The truths of this book, they are, they should be first place in our hearts and in our lives. And I believe in praying over it. I believe in studying it. I believe in devouring it. And above all, we need to have understanding. We need to understand that what we read and, and let it change us. We've got to stand on the promises found in the Word of God. When it comes to battling sickness, poverty, lack, we are looking for an answer, and yet the Word of God says it's already ours. God's Word declares that we already have it. We say, well, brother, pastor, why, why am I sick then? You know, we have to fight for it. We've got to declare it, and we've got to stand on the promises that God gives us. People are literally perishing. They're losing out. They're suffering because of a lack of knowledge of the Word of God, a lack of understanding. People perish because they are waiting for the Lord to do something, and the fact is He already has done it. We're going to look at knowledge and understanding today, at a revelation from the Word of God. God wants you to be free. I said, God wants you to be free. He wants you to be free from sickness, free from disease, free from all oppression, free from depression, free from anxiety and fear. He wants you to live a life in freedom, and he wants you to live a life that is full of peace and full of joy. Wherever you're at right now, why don't you just clap your hands to Jesus Christ? Why don't you just clap your hands? Number one today, I have a few points for you I want to teach you to you today. Number one, everything that you say about your situation should be based on the promises of God's Word and not on the reality that you see. Number one, everything that you say about your situation should be based on the promises of the Word of God and not on the reality that you can see. You mean you're telling me to ignore my situation? No, no, I'm not telling you to ignore it. I'm telling you to speak faith over it. Romans chapter 4 verse 17 mentions how God gives life to the dead and listen to me listen to this and God calls things that are not as though they were that's why the Bible says let the weak say I am strong 
This is the God kind of faith, speaking in faith and believing, believing even when you don't see it coming to pass yet. I've encouraged you over and over. I've encouraged our church to stop declaring sickness. I keep hearing people in the Christian world say, my sickness, my disease, my asthma, my diabetes, my depression, my fear, and they list all of these things, and yet the Bible says you shall have whatsoever you say. Even if you have not seen it come to pass yet, let God's promise of healing come out of your mouths instead of declaring sickness. Now listen to me. This is a, a an incredible truth, what I'm about to say. Excuse my voice today. I sang today a bunch and, and ministered the word, and my voice is trashed. Listen to what I'm about to say. Write this down. Your reality can change based on you standing on the word of God and God's promises. When you speak them in faith, your reality can change. 1 Corinthians 1 and 20 says, For all of God's promises have been fulfilled in Christ with a resounding yes. And though and through Christ, our amen, which means yes, ascends to God for his glory. God's promises have been fulfilled in Christ with a yes and amen. His promises are yes and amen. Did you hear that? God's promises to you, child of God, are yes, and they are amen. Amen. So it means so be it. It means yes. His promises are true. And you can stand on them today. Let the words that you speak about your situation be based on on the promises of the Word of God. Number two today. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago at church. Speak to your mountains. Speak to your mountains. Mark 11 and 23 says, For truly I say to you, whosoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but believes those things which he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he says you shall have whatsoever you say whether it is words of death or words of life you prophesy over your life we mentioned this a couple of weeks ago and it but it it bears repeating please listen to me today please listen to me today there is nothing wrong with praying we need to pray like we've never prayed before but when you've got a giant in front of you when you've got a mountain in front of you, when you've got sickness that is screaming at you that you will never be free, when depression says, I will never let go of you, when fear says, you'll never win, I will never let go of you, when those giants are screaming at you, when those mountains won't move, Jesus did not say to pray about it. Jesus said to speak to it. Jesus said to speak to it. Diabetes, I command you to leave my body in the name of Jesus. That's how you that are battling diabetes, you need to be talking like that. You need to be saying, I command my body to line up with the word of God that says I am healed. Fear, I command you to leave my mind in the name of Jesus Christ. 
sickness. You must go in the name of Jesus Christ. By his stripes, I am healed. Empty bank account, I am redeemed from the curse. I am redeemed from lack, and I stand on God's promises. When all hell breaks loose in my life, I'm going to speak faith to my mountains. Look at your neighbor. You know, we told everybody today, look at your neighbor and say, speak to your mountains. Put your hand on your heart right now and say, from now on, I am going to speak to my mountains. I am going to declare God's word to the giants in my life. Nothing wrong with praying. We need to keep praying. We need to keep believing. But we need to start speaking some faith to our mountains. I want you to think about David when he stood up against Goliath. Goliath looked at David and said, I am going to kill you. I am going to take you out. And even King Saul, David's king, told David, You are not able to do this. Those are not words from God. Those are not words from God. King Saul said, you are not able to go against this Philistine. But here's what David did. We need to remind ourselves of victories that God gave us in the past. David told King Saul, when a bear and a lion came to take a lamb out of the flock, I grabbed them and I slew them and I killed them, I defeated them. And he said, the same God that delivered me from the bear and the lion will deliver me from this Philistine. And then when David gets on the battlefield with that Philistine and the Philistine says, I'm going to kill you, I am going to take you out. David looked at the Philistine and he said, you come to me with a spear and with a shield and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. And then David told him, This day I will defeat you and take you out. In fact, if you read it in the book of 1 Samuel 17, if you read it, he said, I'm going to take you out, Goliath. And then he told the armies of the Philistines, and then I'm going to take them out. David spoke to his mountains. David spoke faith against the giant in his life nothing wrong with praying please don't misunderstand me on that but sometimes it's not time to pray sometimes it's time to speak faith to that mountain to that giant jesus said whatever things we say would come to pass and he said to speak to that mountain and it would move speak to your mountains if it's a mountain of sickness, speak to it. Speak faith. Number three today, you must know and believe that you are redeemed from the curse. We've gone over this a lot at our church, but it so bears repeating. What is the curse of the law? In the Old Testament, God promised anyone that fully obeyed his laws, his statutes, that they would be blessed in the city, blessed in, in the country, blessed going in, blessed going out, that you'd receive things, homes and things, different things that you didn't even build, and that you would be blessed in every way, health-wise, prosperity, your spiritual health, everything would be blessed. But if you disobeyed, 
If you did not always follow perfectly God's statutes, then the curses would come upon you. He said you'd be cursed in the city, cursed in the country, cursed coming in, cursed going out. And all of these sicknesses and things would come upon you. And the curse was threefold, poverty and lack, sickness and disease, and spiritual death, or in other words, separation from God. That was the curse. You've got to believe that you are redeemed from the curse. It's not enough to sort of believe it. It's not enough to think that it's true. It's got to be concrete. Your words on this and your thoughts on this must be standing strong, never moving, never wavering. Galatians chapter 3 verse 13 says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is anyone who hangs on a tree. That says that because of what Jesus Christ did at the cross, his precious blood that he spilled for us, for our salvation, that because of that, we are redeemed from the curse of the law. The, there is no spiritual authority for sickness or disease or lack or spiritual death to be in our lives if you are in Christ Jesus. You've got to have bulldog-grabbing faith. Grab onto it and don't let go. You've got to get radical faith. You've got to have faith to believe. You've got to grab this promise and never, ever let it go. No matter what your body says, keep saying, I am redeemed from the curse. No matter what your mind tells you, keep saying, I am redeemed from the curse. Galatians 3 and 13 must be down in your spirit down in your heart anchored into your heart people wonder if Jesus wants to see them healed I'm going to read you several verses right now and then you tell me if you think that it's God's will to heal people and one of the biggest lies that people swallow is I am I have this sickness I have this disease God is just trying to teach me a lesson well, we're going to see where sickness and oppression comes from here in just a minute. But I want to read you some verses about Jesus healing people. I want you to see this today. Matthew 8 and 16. When the evening had come, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed. And he cast out the spirits with a word, and he healed all who were sick. Matthew 14 and 14. And when Jesus went out he saw a great multitude and he was moved with compassion for them and he healed their sick Matthew 9 and 2 19 and 2 and great multitudes followed him and he healed them there Matthew 21 and 14 then the blind and the lame came to him in the temple and he healed them Matthew 12 and 15 but when Jesus knew it he withdrew from there and great multitudes followed him, and he healed them all. Mark 6 and 56. Wherever he entered into villages, cities, or the country, they laid the sick in the marketplaces and begged him that they might just touch the hem of his garment. And as many as touched him were made whole. Mark 3 and 10. For he healed many, so that as many as had afflictions pressed about him to touch him. 
Luke 4 and 40. This is probably my favorite out of all of these. When the sun was setting, Luke 4 and 40, when the sun was setting, all of those who had any that were sick with various diseases brought them to him, and he laid his hands on every one of them and healed them. Luke 6 and 19, and the whole multitude sought to touch him, for power went out from him, and he healed them all. Luke 5 and 17, now it happened on a certain day as he was teaching. There were Pharisees, teachers of the law, sitting by, who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Luke 9 and 1, then he called his 12 disciples together and gave them power, I'm sorry, power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. Luke 9 and 11, but when the multitudes knew it, they followed him, and he received them and spoke to them about the kingdom of God, and he healed those who had need of healing. He healed those who had need of healing. John 14 and 12, truly I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these shall he do because I go to my Father. The works that he did, healing, bringing deliverance to people, bringing the love of God and the kingdom of God into people's lives, we are to do the same thing. We are to be his hands on this earth. Don't ever say, God gave me a sickness to teach me a lesson. God wants you free. The Lord Jesus Christ loves you and he wants you free. Acts 10 and 38 totally dispels the notion that God makes us sick to teach us. Acts 10 and 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good, listen, and healing all who were sick and oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Who does it say gives people sickness and oppression? the devil Jesus comes to set us free don't perish because of a lack of knowledge get these truths down in your spirit and in your heart I firmly believe that if you'll stand on the Word of God if you'll if you'll stand and even when you don't right away see healing come to pass, I believe if you'll keep standing, if you'll keep speaking to your mountain, if you keep speaking words of faith, if you stand on His promises, you will see healing take place in your body. You will see your situation change. Heavenly Father, I just pray, praise You and I thank You I give you honor and glory, and I know that you are still a healer. I know that your word says, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. I believe that you are still setting hearts free, that you are still touching people, that you are still healing people. And I pray for every single person under the sound of my voice that's hearing this podcast. Lord, any one of them that is battling a sickness or a disease, Lord, I pray that you would set them free. Anyone that is oppressed or depressed or is suffering from anxiety, Lord, I pray that you would set them free by the word of God. And I praise you for it today. In the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord. Amen.
Thank you so much for being with us today in Bowie, Texas, next Saturday night, the 19th at 7 o'clock at our church. We are having a healing service, and we're going to be laying hands on anyone that is sick and oppressed and needs a healing touch. Please come to our service. We are at 1159 North in Bowie, Texas. That's 1159 North in Bowie, Texas. For more information, call me at 940-704-1873. That's 940-704-1873. Thank you so much for being with us today. Please subscribe to our podcast. And uh, we'll see you next time. And my prayer for you is may God's greatest and his best be yours in Christ Jesus. Amen.